Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Meagles. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. If anybody's unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles. We are here every Tuesday with Russ Johnson at noon Eastern time for those people that are uh, following the time zones. And then you can also hear this one on buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash UFO. And you heard it right. We said UFO because this is the UFO radio show with Russ Johnson. And on this UFO radio show with Russ Johnson on previous radio shows, we've had conversations about funding, meaning making money for and helping to enhance the platform for Russ to talk about UFOs and space aliens and all that coal stuff that some people like to talk about, um, and many people really do follow. It's a kind of a fascination, if you will, that I am certainly willing to jump into and learn a lot more about. But Russ Johnson is here on the radio show for those people that are unfamiliar with his background. He's been super successful in many careers. He's an older gentleman um, by most people's standards. I think he's in his 80s, almost in his 90s, going to be pretty soon in his 90s, but he's probably going to live to be about 100 million years old. But having said that, um, he um, has been super successful in radio, super successful in building home-based businesses, and is blending both together right now to build uh, this radio show platform that he's developing as well. If you go to lightsinthenight.org, I know that's one of his websites. He's got lots of them. He's like me. He's a he's a radio, he's a domain name, if you will, collector. <laughs> he's got great. Uh, great domain names, but if you go to UFO Super Patch, you'll see where he's combined the UFO and the superpatch.com and .net. He's got both. So you'll be able to hear and see all that sort of stuff as well. So we talked about some of the benefits of building a home-based business, um, but we're going to talk today about maybe people from other planets or other destinations or dimensions, I'm not sure if I'm using the right words, who might be making this their home as well. So, Rush Johnson, thanks for being here on the UFO Radio Show. Yeah, great, great, great. Good morning. Thank you very much for inviting me on the program. Hey, listen, you were mentioning early on that you were listening to the congressional hearings on UFOs lately. Tell us what, 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 what did you hear? What did you hear? So, we all know that our government, by design and default, <clears throat> probably has to filter information from the population. Um, some people, I, and this is a fair statement, I think, for most people to really assume, are not as smart as the people that are listening to this radio show. So it's a little bit of a compliment to all the people that are listening in, you know. But there's a lot of people that just don't have brains that work very well. They're not very complex. So the idea that the government hides information from the masses is probably a good thing because the masses would probably not know what to do with some of the information that they get. Like their brain doesn't work that well. And if you, and if you, if you talk to a lot of people, you probably know what I'm talking about. Well, one of the subjects that they've hidden from people is anything about anything that's extraterrestrial, meaning outside of this like planet. So whether it's a space alien or a space ship or a space particle or a space theory or anything, they hide it. And unfortunately, they report it 
and some of it is documented. And the people that work for the government, many of them have no conscience. So to be a sociopath is perfect to be a government employee because you have no feelings, you don't care, and you're all about yourself. Uh, psychopath works well as well. And we know some of them because they run political offices. But the everyday people, like, they care. And there's a certain point where they get a little bit mature in their thinking to say, this is not right. So examples are like Eric Snowden with the government, you know, basically being a surveillance state. Well, there's a ton of people that have just had enough, and their whistleblowers, they call them, are revealing information about what the government and the military knows um, that they're willing to share. Now, they're willing to share it in two ways. They're willing to share it with us, the public, and then they're willing to share it with people in the Congress that might be interested in learning. Uh, but they won't give us everything on television. But due to the marvels of the television, C-SPAN and others, and if you go to YouTube, you'll see all this stuff, there's congressional hearings that were going on this morning, Russell, that were talking wow. about space alien, like live. We're talking about live today. This is a very live topic sure. of technology, people, extraterrestrials, communications, and some of the answers that they give are, yes, there's money that's being funded to handle these projects, and one of the guys, one of the senators, I'll just give you like one example. One of the senators says, do you know, do you have knowledge of, or know people who have knowledge of, the government overpaying the military vendors so the overage can kind of be kicked back for these programs that aren't approved. So there's basically a slush fund mechanism to be able to fund these programs either directly or indirectly, and they're doing stuff that we don't know about, and it's fascinating. And I'm going to say both fascinating and frightening. So for those people that want to jump into this rabbit hole, if you go to, you know, just go look for Senate hearings on UFOs or Senate hearings on the new slang word is UAP, unidentified. Uh, advanced projects or whatever the hell they're going to talk about it because some of them are not just UFOs from the sky. Some of them are coming in from the water and it's really mm -hmm. fascinating. And the more you, the more you go down this rabbit hole, the real, the more you realize that this rabbit hole is very, 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 very deep with lots of tangents. So I'll be quiet. And I'll let you talk, but it's going on right now. So just go to YouTube, type in UFO hearings, Senate UAP okay. hearings, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's right out there. Good. I'm glad you picked that up this morning. I haven't been apprised of that, the hearing that is going on right now. But And I'll come back in a minute and ask you some specificity, some specific things. But, yes, uh, the UFO deal is, is ubiquitous, meaning it's all over the place, and it's bigger than anything you could possibly imagine in the whole broad spectrum of things to know about the whole universe. Now, it, if, if what I would do with people who have not been apprised of some of the disclosures lately is to say this. There's a guy named Dr. Greer, Stephen Greer. He's been researching this for at least 33, 34, 35 years, and he has a couple documentaries, I think one of which you need to, two of which you need to, you know, apprise yourself of and look at and understand and go through the one, two, threes of it. One is called 
unacknowledged. 700 million people have watched that already. So that was bringing up the speed. The last one he did is called The Lost Century. A billion people will watch that or more. And what that does is it goes, it goes back at least 100 years to talk about the UFO possibilities of the 1930s, 1940s, 1950s, all the way up to today, and why the government is kind of hiding everything. And as you have indicated, trillions of dollars are taken out of the United States Treasury, if you will, and put into the programs of the secret space programs. And if you go to Gaia or Cosmic Connections or Ancient Aliens and listen to Dave Wilcox or uh, George Norrie, if you will, of years ago, he's been doing this for many, many years, you will I come up to George I think I got to interrupt. I love George Norrie because he used to have that like radio show in the middle sure. of the night, and you're driving sure. home from wherever you are, and it's in the, or you're at home and it's in the middle of the night. He's got this great voice and these really interesting things. That's when radio was radio. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's where like it True. was the perfect time, the right environment. I love that stuff. And I know Russell, okay. you're part of that. You know, like you know that. Like this is the stuff you know and you did, and all that sort of stuff. So I just want to highlight that stuff. That's like retro great stuff. Did you ever listen to Art Bell? Oh, yeah. I was okay, all over Art that. Bell preceded him. Yeah, had, I was always all course, over that. Okay, great. He, was, he had millions and millions and millions of listeners. Now, he's gone now. But if you, if you Google Art Bell, just Google it and, and, and go to YouTube, you, you'll listen to some of his shows. You'll see him, and you, you'll listen to some of the interviews that he has done over the, about the paranormal, about the UFO, and now the UAP, as you indicated, the unidentified aerial projections. But anyway, which now is in the hands of the government, the UAP program. But listen, for those people who are not up to speed, take a listen to this about the Pentagon giving a soft release, a soft disclosure about what's coming on. So what you're telling me is that UFOs, unidentified flying objects, are real. Bill, I think we're beyond that already. The government has already stated for the record that they're real. I'm not telling you that. The United States government is telling you that. Luis Elizondo spent 20 years running military intelligence operations worldwide in Afghanistan, the Middle East, and Guantanamo. He hadn't given UFOs a second thought until 2008. That's when he was asked to join something at the Pentagon called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATIP. The mission of ATIP was quite simple. It was to collect and analyze information involving anomalous uh, aerial vehicles. Uh, what I guess in the vernacular you, you call them UFOs. We call them UAPs. Yeah, right. And so, that really goes back, and, and, and that, 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 that office of the, in, in the Pentagon that was started somewhere around 2007 or 2008, and it's continuing even up to today, to the extent that the United States government has a secret space force that if you go and listen to, nah, let's see, who should you listen to? If you go to Gaia, go, go, go to your, your television, listen to Gaia, and Emerald Smith and and other people who are talking about and updating you on exactly all the research that they have done for the past 
70, 80, 90 years or more about this whole thing that's being hidden in terms of the UFOs. Imagine a technology that can do six to 700 G-forces, that can fly at 13,000 miles an hour, that uh, it can evade radar, and that can fly through air and water and possibly space, and oh, by the way, has no obvious signs of propulsions, no wings, no control surfaces, and yet still can defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity. That's precisely what we're seeing. Elizondo tells us ATIP was a loose-knit mix of scientists, electro-optical engineers, avionics and intelligence experts, often working part-time. They comb through data and records and analyze videos like this. A Navy air crew struggles to lock on to a fast-moving object off the U.S. Atlantic coast in 2015. Recently released images may not convince UFO skeptics, but the Pentagon admits it doesn't know what in the world this is. Or this. Or this. So what do you say to the skeptic? It's refracted light. Uh, weather balloons. A rocket being launched. Venus. In some cases there are, are simple explanations for what people are witnessing. But there are some that that are not. We're not just simply jumping to a conclusion that's saying, oh, that's a UAP out there. We're going through our due diligence. Is it some sort of new type of cruise missile technology that China has developed? Is it some sort of high altitude balloon that's conducting reconnaissance? Ultimately, when you have exhausted all those what ifs and you're still left with, with the fact that this is in our airspace and it's real, that's when it becomes compelling and that's when it becomes problematic. Now, according to Dr. Greer, Stephen Greer, and you may want to just punch Google his name, and look at the two, you know, the two documentaries I talked about, Unacknowledged, 700 million people have watched that, and the other one is The Lost Century, and a billion people will watch that, and he just finished that because he did a big deal at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. on June 11th, 12th, and 13th, and he had hundreds of people coming in from all across the world, from different countries, to talk about the things that they know about that they've been hiding for all these many, many years. So I just want, the other thing, too, I wanted to say before we go to a break is that if you pick up the New York Times, it was, it was an expose. It was done by, in December of 2017 by a young lady who decided to come out and, and now she, and she's written a book and I'll, I'll give you the title of the book called Generals and Airline Policy, etc. So she has a book even, or you might even go back and get that article and kind of read through that. And then the, the 60 Minutes program, CBS 60 Minutes, decided to do its announcement, its, its projection, its disclosure on what it had discovered in terms of the re reporters delving into the secrets that have been kept for all these many, many years. And uh, since we are on 15 minutes after the hour, you might want to take a break here, but any comment on any, any of what I just shared with you? Absolutely. So we'll do this. We'll take our commercial break. You're listening to Russ Johnson on UFO radio show on Building Fortunes Radio. If you go back to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash UFO, you'll be able to hear the previous radio shows. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, 
then you should check out VMMarketingNetworkLeads.com. Just visit www.NetworkLeads.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, NetworkLeads.com can help. To learn more, visit www.NetworkLeads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM training, humongous blogs, the humongous classified ad network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. NetworkLeads.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show. Okay, Peter Mingles here. We're here with Russ Johnson. We're talking about the UFO radio show. Make sure you check him out. If you go to lightsinthenight.org, you'll be able to see some of the stuff on the previous podcast he's done with really great guests. So Russ asked me a little bit about my opinion. I've um, Stephen Greer is somebody that I kind of followed uh, initially by accident because we were doing a radio show called The Dash Radio with a friend of mine, and we interviewed one of the producers of a documentary that he did even before the two that you just referenced called The Sirius Project. So mm-hmm. if you go to YouTube, if you go to YouTube, you're going to see if Sirius is S-I-R-I-U-S, and if you go look for Sirius Documentary, you'll be able to see that it's available for free if you go to YouTube. But it's like it was something that we jumped into, and I really started studying. Uh, this is when my first introduction to Stephen Greer is or, and or was, um, but um, he and obviously he's developed and continuing to, to do the things that he's done over time. So having said all of those things, my tangent on this radio show is going to be, why now? Why okay. now? Right. Why you know right. why now are they now starting to release this? And I also have to collide another idea with you, Russ, that you may or may not know, but for your mm-hmm. Building Fortunes radio listening audience, uh, in or on, rather, November 15th, our fine government approved the FCC to have total control over the Internet. So I speak slowly so people can hear. Russ knows all about the FCC because he's in radio. Um, And radio was one of the waves, if you will, that they had obviously control of. And now they just decided that, wait a minute, um, communication like Internet access is something we want to control. So for people, now here's the Trojan horse, because sometimes the government brings things in with a Trojan horse. You know, you, they bring it in, then you can unload it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. or they put labels on stuff, like they put labels on poison and they call it, you know, the, the Freedom Act or the Patriot Act, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then it's covered with stuff because people, who would be against puppies or Dead or babies or stuff like that, you know. So the reality is, is that that's the way they cover it up. So I, my question is, why is the FCC, a year before an election, deciding that they want to be able to monitor if so – I'm going to use a, like if uh, – let's use Stephen Greer. If Stephen Greer had a YouTube channel and or a website, they now have the ability to call GoDaddy and say shut it down. Or they right. can say, GoDaddy, every minute you leave that website up, we're going to fine you $16,000 per minute. Uh, so now the government, through the FCC, has the ultimate level of control over the Internet. So my questions are, why are these things happening right now? There's an election coming up. UFOs, all of a sudden, we're having open and honest conversations about the reality of UFOs. 
and mm-hmm. the FCC taking over the internet, it's kind of it's kind of unnerving because it's not normal. You know what I mean? It's weird. So mm-hmm. I'll let you cover that. I'll let you cover that. Yeah. Well, well, I, I think look prior to that that announcement, I didn't know the FCC was coming back and into the game of controlling everything again, like they did years ago with ABC, CBS, NBC. Now they're saying, let's all the people who are doing podcasting, all the people who are doing internet radio and broadcasting. Now the FCC will step in and monitor and categorize you and and but just be dismissive of you and take you off the air. But anyway, anyway, so so that's interesting. That's an interesting move. But prior to now, I just want to go back to 1938 when Orson Welles had the War of the Worlds radio show, the War of the World. He had a radio show back in 1938, and and you can always Google that, even listen to that. And what happened was that when he put that show on the air, people thought it was real that aliens were visiting us and were attacking us and invading us. And they got ran, they were running out of the, up and down, running out of their houses and running to the police department and really in disarray and, and a lot of discomfort and a lot of trauma in terms of those days. And I think they made a decision with the humanity, as we know, the human beings who have been dumbed down, by the way, you mentioned that earlier, were not ready for the truth. And so when they had the Roswell crash of 1947, I guess they said, no, let's keep it among our, close to our breasts, close to uh, us, and we'll, and we'll monitor the whole thing and track the whole thing, and they have. But many people who were doing research got into the middle of that, and I'm talking about Art Bell, you, we mentioned him, George Norrie, we're talking about the uh, I Stanton Friedman, Law Eisenhower, great 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 granddaughter of President Eisenhower, uh, uh, Linda Mutant Howell, and on and on and on and on. George Green and Jillian Green and all those people who've been re- doing research for all these many many years, and they know the truth, and now they're coming to the fore because they believe that it's time, it's time that the truth be known rather than hidden for the another 100 years or 150 years. And plus, the aliens are here. Many of them, the species of aliens are on the planet, some of whom are living in the hollow earth. They're living in bases under the pyramids, and they've been doing that for many, many, many centuries, if you will. So they know the truth of all of this is coming to the fore, so I think they said, let's begin to spoon-feed the people and give them a little bit at a time. Now, I just want to do this. The 60-minute piece talked about the U.S. Navy and those individuals who were documenting those airline pilots and those pilots, those fighter pilots, who had run into them, come in contact with the UAPs, UFOs. So they decided to put it out, and they put it out in this form. That over beers, we've sort of said, hey, man, if I saw this solo, I don't know that I would have come back and said anything because it sounds so crazy when I say it. You understand that reaction? I do. I've had some people tell me, you know, when you say that, you can sound crazy. And I'll be honest, I'm not a UFO guy. But from what I hear you guys saying, there's something. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's definitely something that 
don't know who's building it, who's got the technology, who's got the brains, but there's there's something out there that was better than our airplane. The air crew filed reports. Then, like the mysterious flying object, the Nimitz encounter disappeared. Nothing was said or done officially for five years until Lou Elizondo came across the story and investigated. We spend millions of dollars in training these, these pilots, and they are seeing something that they can't explain. Furthermore, that information is being backed up on electro-optical data, like gun camera footage, and by radar data. Now, to me, that's compelling. Inside the Pentagon, his findings were met with skepticism. HIP's funding was eliminated in 2012, but Elizondo says he and a handful of others kept the mission alive until finally, frustrated, he quit the Pentagon in 2017, but not before getting these three videos declassified. And then things took a stranger turn. I tried to help my colleague, Lou Elizondo, elevate the issue in the department and actually get it to the Secretary of Defense. Christopher Mellon served as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence for Presidents Clinton and George W. Bush and had access to top secret government programs. So it's not us, that's one thing we know. We know that. I can say that with a very high degree of confidence in part because of the positions I held in the department and I know the process. Mellon says he grew concerned nothing was being done about UAPs. So he decided to do something. In 2017, as a private citizen, he surreptitiously acquired the three Navy videos Elizondo had declassified and leaked them to the New York Times. It's bizarre and unfortunate that someone like myself has to do something like that to get a national security issue like this on the agenda. He joined forces with now civilian Lou Elizondo, and they started to tell their story to anybody who would listen, to newspapers, the History Channel, to members of Congress. We knew and understood that you had to go to the public, get the public interested, to get Congress interested, to then circle back to the Defense Department and get them to start taking a look at it. And now it is. This past August, the Pentagon resurrected ATIP. It's now called the UAP Task Force. Service members now are encouraged to report strange encounters, and the Senate wants answers. Anything that enters an airspace that's not supposed to be there is a threat. After receiving classified briefings on UAPs, Senator Marco Rubio called for a detailed analysis. This past December, while he was still head of the Intelligence Committee, he asked the Director of National Intelligence and the Pentagon to present Congress an unclassified report by next month. This is a bizarre issue. The Pentagon and other branches of the military have a long history of sort of dismissing this. What makes you think that this time is going to be different? I mean, we're going to find out when we get that report. You know, there's a stigma on Capitol Hill. I mean, some of my colleagues are very interested in this topic and some kind of, you know, giggle when you, when you bring it up. But I, I don't think we can allow the stigma to keep us from having an answer to a very fundamental question. What do you want us to do about this? I want us to take it seriously and have a process to take it seriously. I want us to have a process to analyze the data. Every time it comes in, that there be a place where this is cataloged and constantly analyzed until we get some answers. Maybe it has a very simple answer. Um, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring the listener audience up to speed. Now, you can always go to my website again. That's Project Disclosure or org. And I'll be continuing.
to interview and talk to these people who have been doing research, gathering that information for many, many years, going back into 1947, the Roswell crash, talking to those people. So that's more information that we will be bringing to you on an ongoing basis. Peter, back to you. Excellent information. I'm super curious about all of this stuff because uh, for many people, they're not exposed to this. So I, I appreciate you bringing this to the forefront and to the light. And um, we'll talk about this stuff as you had reference on future radio shows. I'm, I'm excited about this because it's very interesting. And, um, but, and then we'll talk about maybe some of the resistance that people might have towards this information. Sure. And maybe some of the, the reasons why it's being held. But we're going to be back next week on Building Fortunes Radio with Russ Johnson. If you go back to UFO Radio Show, when you go to the um, uh, Building Fortunes Radio platform, or you just type in buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash UFO, you'll be able to see this. And if you want to help fund this, um, buy the Super Patch. Go to ufosuperpatch.com or .net, and you'll be able to see the information on that as well. And we'll see you everybody next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Russell. You've been listening right, to Building you. Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.